Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now, your host, Keith Williams. Hi. Hello, this is Keith Williams with the Skill Stadium Podcast. And on today's episode, you are going to learn about careers in the aviation industry that are paying an average of $80,000 and up. You're going to learn the process of acquiring skills, the benefits of working in this profession, and most important, who's hiring. And so don't go anywhere. Check out this episode. The guest that I have today is Mr. Jonathan Lewis. He is the Director of Admissions at Aviation Maintenance, and he is from Chilote, Ohio, but he was raised in South Georgia. He went to Georgia State University. He started his first sales job at Blue Green Resorts, and he is now, he has been at his position since 2012, and during his free time, he likes to uh, listen to self-help books on his drive into work, and he loves the outdoors, hiking, fishing, and camping. Please Welcome, John Lewis, Lewis to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Jonathan, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Jonathan, really thank, appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk to me and be on the Skill Stadium Podcast. You know, I found out about you guys by listening to an ad on the radio. I, I'm kind of curious, do you guys typically market yourself on the radio or do you, or using social media more? During the, the, this COVID, social media is what we're using more. Before COVID, the radio was our, our biggest area for marketing. So hopefully we'll go back to a lot more radio in, in the future. Excellent. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of the radio, particularly now because we have podcasts. A lot of people still listen to radio. So, you know, um, it, it's still a valuable resource. Jonathan, can you give us some perspective for students who are considering this career? Why should students consider a career in aviation maintenance? Well, the big thing is that aviation mechanics is, is a field that not only is, is long-lasting, it's something that really is not going to go anywhere. As the cockpit becomes more automated, they're even thinking about you know going phasing out some pilots, but they're still going to need mechanics to maintain those aircraft because there's no substituting a person that can get in there and make sure that everything is, is okay. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, you guys, and I want to make sure, I, you know, I didn't butcher this, Aviation Maintenance Institute. That's your school name, right? Aviation Institute of Maintenance is our name. Aviation Institute of Maintenance. All right. So talk to me about why prospective students should consider your school in particular. What makes you guys unique and special and a great place to uh, get your skills and qualifications? First and foremost, we've been in business since 1969. We were actually um, born and raised in Virginia Beach, Virginia. We've been in Georgia for 12 years now. We are the largest aviation school of its kind in the country. So if you came out to our campus, you would see more equipment on our campus than you would see on a private sector um, training facility anywhere. And we're very proud of that. We, we, we have enough equipment so that we are able to house in our building over 1,200 students. Um, we just want to make sure that when our students come through the program, not only do they get the, the rudimentary knowledge, but they get the hands-on skills so that when they go into their first position, they're not lost. They're able to do the work that's required. 
part of their licensing is being able to to do the hands-on portion of it. And a large part of the, the training is hands-on. What makes us different than most places is that we have enough equipment so that everyone can get involved in the hands-on portion of it. You're not just watching an instructor doing it. You're able to do the work yourself. Excellent. Speaking of instructors, do they actually have experience? So are they people who've already worked in the industry or are they more, I guess I could say teachers? What is their experience and background? All of our instructors are them themselves, A&P mechanics, and they have to have years of training before they're allowed to be an A&P instructor. We are um, governed by the FAA, and those things are watched very, very closely. Yes, I, no, I agree. That, that makes perfect sense. And it really helps when you're getting advice and instruction from people who've been down the path you're going down. So I, I'm sure that that can definitely provide a, a good benefit. On, on average, what's the tenure of your instructors in terms of how long they've been with your organization? Being with us? Uh, see, yes. that's, that's the unique thing. The field is, is always expanding. So holding on to good instructors is difficult. Everyone that comes in, like I said, they have years of experience. Typically, an A&P instructor here um, will be with us anywhere from one to five years, but we have people that's been here for five years plus. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And talk to us about your responsibility. What do you do there in your current role right now? Yeah, there, there was a, a lag there. Yes. Yeah. So I was asking, what do you do in your current role? My current role, I'm the director of admissions right now. So not only do I coach my team to success, I'm part of the success team for the students, meaning that we're going to be there with our students from conception to birth. Meaning conception, meaning you you hear an ad, you see a, a spot online and you have the idea. I would like to be a AMP mechanic. That's the, the conceptualizing that idea. So we, you come in, you speak to someone, and I'm going to be one of the people that's going to help you develop that idea so that you can actually start classes. And then while you're going through the program, you need support to keep that dream alive because in the beginning, it's just an idea. And then life continues to happen. You need someone that's going to coach you and, and encourage you. And I'm part of those, one of those people that's going to encourage you throughout the program to make sure that you're not just starting the program, but you're able to finish, get your license, and get into your career as quickly as possible. Jonathan, I think that's so important because I think the challenge for most people when they're going into something they've never done, it's a process. And most people don't know the process. And and having that support, I think, is critical. And, and I think that that's definitely a huge benefit for prospective students who are coming into your program. I just wanted to emphasize that because it was something you mentioned. Uh, talk to us about the process and timeline now. You know, what, how much time does it take? What's the process of them once they decide to start your program? Okay, once you decide to, to get started with the program, we can get you enrolled in, in as little as one week. We have financial aid in place for those that qualify. We will help you complete your free application for federal student aid. Most colleges don't do that, but we will assist you through the red tape with getting that application completed. Once the application is completed, you will, you will we would meet with a financial aid officer to make sure that we're going to limit the out-of-pocket expense to our students. We're going to do everything we can to do that. We take it one step further. There are a lot of scholarships out there that our students can apply for, and we help them apply for those scholarships. Um, we do that once a quarter. And then we have a scholarship match program. So if you get a scholarship, 
we're going to match that up to um, 10% of the tuition. So, so once you've applied and you have your financial aid in place, classes start with us. We have enro- rolling enrollment. So next class for us starts in February. Mm-hmm. So you start class, you're in class for 21 months. So it goes really, really quickly. And after that 21 months, you get your A&P license and you're able to go into your career field. Excellent. Excellent. Now, while they're doing that, do you guys support them in terms of getting them a job? So are you, do you have like a department that's kind of like giving them feedback and advice on how to prepare? So when they finish, they have a job opportunity. Definitely. We have a part, again, a part of this success team is our student affairs office. Student affairs is comprised of student services and career services. Student services, they're basically the heart of the campus. They're going to be uh, along with admissions, your rah-rah team. If you have any issues while you're going through school, and a lot of people do with transportation, housing, or if, if you just have some need someone to talk to, to to motivate you to the end, student service is going to be here to, to do that. Oh, if you need cool. an in-between job, that's something that they do as well. And then on the uh-huh. back end, you got career services. Career services start working with you once you're a senior. They want to make sure that you have your resume together and everything that you experience while you're in school goes on that resume and they do resume, um, resume help and interview prep with our students so that when you're sitting down in front of a prospective employer, you're ready to go. Another thing that we do is, again, this is pre and post COVID, is that we have companies that come on campus and they do what they call a lunch and learn. Basically, they're coming in and telling you before you interview what they're looking for in a candidate. Oh, that's powerful. So you're sitting there with the, the hiring managers, and they're basically giving you a script to success. This is what you need to say. This is how you need to look. This is what we're looking for. And then when you have that interview with them, you're already been, you've already been prepped. I mean, we have that, that connection with so many different companies so that you don't have to worry about going to work because we're going to guide you to success. No, that makes sense. I like that. And which which leads me to my next question, which is you guys are building relationship with local employers. Do you have people that are dedicated to that or is that just something that falls to everybody in, in your, I guess, your leadership perhaps or? Yeah, we have a part, uh, a department that is, that is dedicated to that. Um, that department is led by Mr. William Slayton. Mr. William Slayton came from Delta. He was integral part of Delta himself. So he has not only um, connections, but he has intimate knowledge of what companies are looking for in their A&P mechanic. Oh, that is our career services department. Yeah. Oh, that career services is, is critical. That is a huge value. You have somebody who's coming from Delta, which we all know has got to be probably one of the biggest employers, I would imagine, for uh, for for the Atlanta market at least that's my guess I can't think of any other industry any other company that's bigger than them no not not in the Atlanta market you know the southeast is kind of the hub for aviation throughout the country so a lot of our students they just they 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 look forward to a big career you know we have a skills gap and we don't have enough young people going into skill trades what do you think we could do to close that cuz you're on the education side so i imagine you have a good perspective on that yes yes one of the things that we do here at the Aviation Institute of Maintenance is that we have a community outreach team um, that actually goes into the high schools. And they're, they're basically, they're not trying to steer, they're, 
they're not really trying to steer them towards Aviation Institute. They're just telling them about other opportunities other than a four-year degree. I mean, we're there to support and direct, not necessarily recruit for the Aviation Institute of Maintenance. No, that's that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Can you share someone who has completed your program and is working right now? Can you share a story of a, a success story? And I, I would like to use names, but until you know we get a release from individuals, I, I don't want to use specific names. If that's okay, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. That's fine. Or an example, like an example. Yeah, that's what I'm, I. I'll rephrase that. Not necessarily the person's specific name, but maybe an example or a story or something that has happened. In general, it doesn't have to be a specific name of somebody, but just a process of somebody you've seen have some success, with, obviously without mentioning their name. Okay. We, we're big on our, our uh, supporting our military. Um, we have a lot of vets that come through the, the program. Just recently, we had a vet that came in, had done three tours, was looking for an opportunity. He had done aviation mechanics in the military, but because the military is so specialized in what you do, he didn't have a broad sense so that he wasn't able to get his A&P license on his own. So he had to do most of the training here with us. By the first, the end of his first year, he was able to get an internship, not, excuse me, not internship, a, a support mechanic position with Delta. And by the time he had graduated, he was already at the point of a full mechanic. So just by getting the AMP license with the training that he received from the military and the training that he received for us, he was kind of fast-tracked into that, that mechanics position at Delta. Oh, that's great. Also, I think people in the military, they're, they're well-disciplined. You know, you, you, employers know they're getting a, a quality candidate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Delta, is, again, is very familiar with your students that come through your program. So I'm, I would imagine you guys have built quite a brand and reputation. Yes, definitely. And, and the great thing about what we do here at the Aviation Institute of Maine is that you don't have to have that experience like this young man did. A lot, some of our students are, you know, coming out of high school or this is their second or third career. We had a, a biologist oh, that was wow. going through uh, life changes because the grants weren't there and he, he didn't know exactly what he was going to do next. And he got tired of always applying for grants, getting turned down for grants or having funding taken away from the, the, the research that he was doing. So he was looking for a different career. Never worked on a car before, never did anything, but he had the, the desire to make a difference. Came in, this is a little over three years ago, came in, got his training and was able to get in the, the field. He actually went to work for Gulfstream down in Savannah. So you don't have to have that background or that experience. We're going to give you the entire ball of wax, the whole kit and caboodle, if you will. You don't need to even be able to recognize a flathead screwdriver. We're going to give you what you need for success. That's great. I think it's so important. Let me emphasize that, what, what Jonathan just shared. Uh, Jonathan was sharing that, how somebody changed careers, you know, went from a biologist. And what's remarkable about their program, as I'm listening, is that they have such a process and system in place that they can take somebody who has absolutely zero background and skills in this industry and have them prepared in less than two years to be successful in this new profession. We live in a day and time, and I think, Jonathan, you can agree with me, the pandemic has wiped out a ton of jobs, especially in hospitality and retail. I got to believe that that's going to impact your program because people are going to change careers. They're going to go where the jobs are. And planes, you know, maybe travel has slowed down, but it hasn't stopped. 
It'll never stop. There will always be planes and the maintenance of planes. I have somebody who travels. I know it's critical. That's one area they will never stop putting an important emphasis on. That's to me, it's common sense. A plane goes up in the air, has to come down and land properly. Somebody has to maintain it. Just out of curiosity, are you seeing an uptick in people coming through your through your school now? Well, with COVID, we're still doing distance learning. A lot of the the, the training that we provide, it is hands-on. So we're having to curtail our program um, along with working with the FAA to make sure that we're still giving the quality instruction that's required. So even though more people are looking for um, the training, we're having to keep the class sizes down. So, okay. I mean, if you're looking to get started, you need to find a, a month that you want to get started in so that you can get get in there early because we can only have so many people in the class because we are doing social distancing and sometimes distance, distance learning. Okay. Hey, walk us through a typical day for the students when they're coming into your program. Okay. Again, they, they, they are in different levels. Our classes are in five-week blocks. And each block basically builds on itself. So if you're in block one, um, that's a generals class. You're mostly going to be in class. So you come in class at 7.30 in the morning or 5 o'clock in the afternoon if you're an evening student. You come in, you're going to get instruction directly from the instructor. Since we are doing distance learning, the, there is, we're using teams to, to teach our students as well. So you may be on campus a couple of days or you may be off campus using teams a couple of days so that we can maintain that, that social distancing. Mm-hmm. Now, our later blocks, a block, I believe is block five, is metallic structures, working with sheet metal. Um, you're going to need more time on campus with that. So we, you, you come in in the morning, you get some class instruction, and then you're in the hangar. We have a, a huge hangar where our students are actually able to get that hands-on instruction to do riveting and, and how to bend sheet metal and, and things of that, that, that nature. So they get everything they need throughout the time that they're here, whether you're doing your generals classes, you're working on your airframe. Airframe is everything on the aircraft except for the engines and then power plant are the engines of the aircraft. Okay. Jonathan, final question. Any advice that you would give for a student preparing for your program? You know, maybe somebody who's been out of school for a while or who's, you know, who's, yeah, somebody who's just, think, I'm thinking about going to the school. I've made a decision I'm going to go. What advice could you give to help prepare them to now become a student for the next two years to, in order I to I mean, and this is something that I tell my students all the time. And it's the hardest thing for our students to do because people don't realize if you're out of work or, or, or if you're at home, you know, during the pandemic, you become kind of the lifeblood for, for your family. You're the go-to person because either the husband is at home or the wife is at home. You're that go-to person. So the most difficult part for them is to get started, to separate themselves from life's adventures or mishaps or whatever and start it. So I tell my students, just like Nike says, just do it. Come in, yes. <laughs> meet with a, a admissions advisor, and let's set up a plan for you to get started. And then throughout you getting started with classes, don't allow those, those mishaps in life to stop you. A story that I like to tell my students is that I, I work a lot of hours, typically um, 10 to 12 hours a day. And um, a couple of weeks back, I was heading home and it was storming. You know, Georgia is, is famous for its storms. 
Um, but it's also famous for that weather changing really quickly. So I had just gotten off early for first time forever. I got off at like four o'clock in the afternoon, but it was storming all the almost all the way home. And I live all the way in Cartersville, which is a great distance from our campus. But I was determined to get home that day. And as you're seeing cars pull off to the side of the road, you know, I was still, you know, going slowly, but I was determined to get home that day. After about three miles, I break through to the other side and it's sunshine. It's not any rain. There's no the streets weren't wet or anything. And I could look in my rearview mirror and see still people still pulled off to the side of the road because they didn't keep pushing through. So I tell my students the same thing. If you once you you know do the hardest part, which is get started, don't allow life to stop you because there are going to be storms that come up. Don't be that's one of the right. ones that's pulling over to the side of the road. Press on so that you can get through that storm. That's great advice. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Jonathan, do you want to share any information about how people can reach you and contact you? No, definitely. We have a couple of ways that you can re- reach us. We have a dedicated line. It's one eight 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 fix jets That way you can find the campus that's closer to the closest to you. Um, we have 18 campuses throughout the country. So if you call that one eight 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 fix jets it's going to direct you to the closest campus. Now, if you're coming to Atlanta, our direct number is 678-377-5600. You can give us a call. You can ask for Mr. Lewis, and I will make sure that we have an admission advisor that takes care of you. Excellent. Uh, Jonathan, by the way, we will have that in the notes of the podcast. And I'll also have a post before this episode airs that will have all that information I just wanted people to hear it on the, uh, on the actual podcast. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time. And I wish you guys continued success and uh, look forward to building a relationship with you guys and um, hopefully doing some more collaboration. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium. It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the podcast.